All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Behind the Human. I am your host, Mark Champagne, and it is my job to unpack the stories and mental fitness practices of people at the top of their game personally and professionally. And today we are chatting with Lauren, who is the founder of Heat Healer, a direct-to-consumer health and wellness brand focused on developing the world's best heat therapy products. Prior to founding Heat Healer, Lauren started her career at accounting giant Ernst & Young before making the career switch to sales and marketing roles for some of Australia's leading fashion and FMCG companies. She also has a passion for interior design, having studied architecture before switching to and completing her economics degree at the University of Sydney. I'm excited about the design aspect because other than reading nonfiction books, my head is probably always in a dwell magazine. So (laughs) I'm sure we probably share something like that in common. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk. So am I. I mean, so before we get into anything, full disclosure, I have been using your product, the heat healer for what's been maybe a month or so. Um, I'm a bit obsessed. It's super awesome. Uh, I'll just say, I mean, I, that, you know, graciously you gifted me, uh, the blanket, but I, I think it's important for me to say, I'm the one that actually reached out to you. So, (laughs) I mean, in terms of conflicts here, I mean, it was, it was actually me that was requesting to, um, try it out. And cause I genuinely interested and learning more about the product and just the space. And ever since all the COVID craziness, I, what happened is I lost the ability to go to the gyms that I used to go to, which always involved either a steam session or sauna at the end of the workout. Mm-hmm. And it was so wild when I first got into the heat healer it was like this flood of emotion coming back. I'm like, oh, it feels so good. And now I feel spoiled because it's just, it's there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so before, anyway, before that. we get into, yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, before we get into the work and your story, um, you've listened to the show, so you knew this question was coming, but I just wanted to ask, you know, like, who are you or how how would you define yourself or your characteristics or values like as we speak now? Because we always evolve, obviously. Yeah. Well, being a recovering perfectionist, I have thought about this question. (laughs) Um, So I'm definitely a creator. I'm always trying to find a project or something to do, whether it's, you know, building this business, which has been, I feel like, my life work. Um, Okay. We recently completed the build of um, our first house, so that was really exciting, and I designed it from the ground up. How fun. Um, we f- full knockdown rebuild. That was amazing. I felt like when I walked in, I'd almost envisaged it. It was the best feeling ever. Um, I'm a very highly sensitive person, so I, if I'm your friend, I can be very intense sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we have some really deep conversations, so but that's a really good thing, yeah. I think. Um, and I'm a guide to three little souls that I brought into this world. So I think that's my um, mm. my duty to sort of guide them in the right, the best way I know. Um, yeah. And even through COVID, them being at home, they've seen me do photo shoots and try and manage this business as best as I can from home. 
So yeah, they've yeah. seen me working and I think that's a really important thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then apart from all of that, I think I'm a chameleon. Okay. Which I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but I think I've always had this sort of intuitive feeling to keep on changing and evolving. So I'm, I've probably read every self-help book that's out there. <laughs> I, love, I love the feeling of change and not being the same. So that's, that's me, I think. Love it. When did you, when did you identify as a creator? Um, well, I know that when I was at, um, the accounting firm, yeah. while it was an amazing experience, not really a creator <laughs> profile, no, I, was, I really <laughs> felt like a fish out of water there. Um, it was great. I met some really great people. Some of my best friends, you know, I met there, but, um, when I moved over to Javiana's, I had this really beautiful mix of like, I'd be involved in the product development, the design, you know, I'd oversee things, store installations. Um, I'd be traveling all the time. So I wouldn't be sitting at my desk. I'm definitely not a hundred percent desk person. I can't really, I don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. So there was this really nice balance of numbers and creativity. And I realized that I had that. Um, and then all, also the need to always have a little project, whether it's like creating an artwork or, um, even our wedding, like you should, <laughs> the detail that went into my wedding was, insane. <laughs> um, but then also like my house, like I just get, I throw myself into these things. And also with heat healer, like I, I worked on all the branding, um, yeah. had, you know, every single element of it. I just love the idea of creation. Yeah. Yeah. When did the, cause I also read that, uh, and it's probably something we share in common as well, just like a passion for photography and, and art. Was that, yeah. was that always part of your, or was that, I guess it has that been a, a, a large part of your life since you were young or is that something that's new? It was definitely like early on, if I think and reflect back. And I remember when I was in high school, like I, I won like a photography prize and um, I also won this when I was in our last year of school, um, I did this subject that we have in Australia called designer technology. And I designed this recyclable lounge that you could sort of use as a bed. And so I, I got into this um, sort of, they have this top 100 or whatever it is, um, like sort of they showcase people that um, did really well with it. But I kept on pushing it down. It was really weird. Like I don't know why. I think it was um, maybe my family background. My grandmother would always say, you've got to have a stable job. Like when I told her that I was leaving the accounting firm, she just could not understand it and thought I was making the worst decision ever. Yeah. But honestly, it was the best decision ever because I think when you're in your flow, you're doing your best mm -hmm. work. But I get like, because I, I went through the exact same experience when, because uh, I was in the, the healthcare space for like eight years and then left to create uh, Keo, which at the time was one of the first guided journaling apps. And same thing, my mom and dad were like, what are you doing? Like you, you have this stable job and... Uh, you know, investments and all these, all these things, then you're just going to go and try this thing out. But I think like, because we're, we're probably around the, the same age, like our parents' generation is just completely different, right? Like yeah. it's, they, you know, they've gone through some pretty wild stuff. 
Yeah. Um, and it's just a different mentality. Whereas I feel like our generation is just coming up from a, from a different world. And it's, yeah. it's, no, I'm curious to see like with our kids, like what they're, what's going to happen there or what they're, and what we're, what we may, might say, be like, you're crazy for doing that or going back <laughs> to the accounting firm. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. So, okay. So then you spent some time in, uh, product design and branding and all of that. Um, did you, during those years, did you always have some sort of like heat therapy practice of some sort or like, how did that stuff start to bubble up? Um, I've all, like I told you, I always have, I've read like every self-help book that's out there. So I am always the one that's bragging onto my friends about the latest craze of anything. So like coconut water for example I was like you know when we'd go to parties when I was in my early 20s I'd be drinking vodka with coconut water telling them it was going to cure my hangover that's amazing um but uh no um anytime that I went traveling I'd always be sauna swim that sort of thing that would be truly what relaxed me um but Saturday mornings um before kids was I live in Bondi, which I am so grateful for. It's the best place. It's always beautiful, great energy. The, I call the beach the Mecca because it's like everyone flocks to there and you can't really go down there. You can't hide from anyone because you're always yeah. talking to someone. Um, but the icebergs, um, sauna and pool um, it sort of sits on the rocks there and that was my little routine on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And I would feel amazing for the rest of the weekend and in a really good yeah. headspace. Because I think sometimes you can feel like you, um, I don't know, you just feel tired after a big week of work or parenting. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's like it's hard to do those self-care things. It takes more totally. energy than the quick fixes. Um, but we did it with a group of friends. It would be a nice little routine that we had. So, we actually are going to try and start doing a little bit more of that on Saturday morning. We're going to book a babysitter for Good like for you. hours in the morning and try and get back to that routine like a little bit. So, okay. But my, me and my husband have really missed it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, okay. So you, you've, you had that, but there's one. So what were you doing during like work-wise? Were you, were you still uh, on the, brand side of things like kind of day like full-time job i guess what i'm getting at is like when did it go from oh i should really create uh an infrared sauna blanket and the other thing too like there's other brands out there yeah you know like it's not it's not kind of a a first to the market it's first in i think in probably on the quality level that i can i can really tell personally um but still like that's a big jump that's a big yeah. mental push. Yeah. yeah. So I was completely catapulted into craziness when I gave birth to twins. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, it was insane. I um, had a few health things happen. Seven weeks after they were born, I had septic shock from mastitis and oh. that completely threw my health into turmoil and, I had things like, I think um, because the antibiotics that I had were really strong, they made um, my gut health really bad. So yeah. started getting, um, for the first time, I 
I mean, I've always suffered a little bit of low-level anxiety, like I guess most people do. Um, But I had like a panic attack three months after the twins were born and um, I remember I was on a treadmill in a gym and I called my husband. I was like, I can't come home. And he was like, why can't you come home? What are you talking about? And I was like, I just can't wash any more bottles. I just can't do it. And I had this total uh, freak out and just all of my health completely, it's like my life was just completely thrown into turmoil and I wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. So I had to go searching for something that would help me to relax and um, I came across a sauna blanket, but um, when I got it, there was really, you know, some of them, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to bag anyone out, but I couldn't find one in Australia that was really high quality. Sure. Definitely. We were building our house at the time and there was definitely nowhere to put a sauna or have time for a sauna to go back to the icebergs pool. So um, being a creator, like sort of loving doing brands, like I'm always thinking up of new business ideas um, but this one really stuck. Um, and the prospect of having a sauna in my house was amazing. Yeah. So started, you know, building it from the ground up, changed the fabric, put stones that you lay on, um, EMF blocking technology. There were all these things that we made, made it a little bit larger as well, because some of them are quite small. Mm-hmm. Um, so we built it up. From, yeah, from the ground, I guess, and that's how it happened. Um, and then we launched it very conservatively and it just completely took off. So that's sort of, sort of how it started. Do you remember, like, some of the early day questions that you were reflecting on in those days, like, to actually, like, go for it? Because, I mean, you mentioned, like, you're, and it's it's clear just even talking to you, like, you're an ideas person, right? And, and yeah. um, so you have a lot of ideas, but this one was yeah. one that, like, let's go for it. Yeah. I remember when I was in my turmoil, in my crazy, I'd call it a year after the twins were born mm. until they were one of craziness. And I remember this time where um, my family were like, why don't you just book a hotel up the coast two days get out of the the craziness because it's it was so loud. I'm a very sensitive person. The noise from the children crying and screaming <laughs> yeah. and, you know, wanting you to hold them and everything, like, which is, you know, part of mothering, but it was very intense. So just removing myself from that situation for, for two days was incredible. And um, I remember taking a journal with me actually and just, I, I, my favorite thing to do is mind mapping. And I just was literally spent two days ordering room service at this beautiful place that was sort of in the bush and just mind mapping all things that I like wanted to do and loved and thought were important to my life and everything. And I feel like that was sort of a catalyst. Um, okay. Then. Yeah. Love it. I'm a, I feel like we're like the same person in, in that sense. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm listening to you say that. I'm like, oh my God, I just want to go do that right now. It's yeah. so fun. And others probably listening and be like, those people are crazy. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, the other fact I have to, I, I read this in an article, you're, uh, it, I feel like this was meant to be because you're half Polish and half yeah. Australian. So, I mean, you have those 
beautiful Polish uh, sauna hat. So this this is like a destiny <laughs> to be in, in the heat therapy world, right? I know, I know. That's all my, my babsha, I call her. I actually saw her two days ago because, like I said, that um, I feel like I'm in this sort of up and down at the moment because I'm going through a life transition, which is my, my babies are now not babies and they've gone to school. So yeah. I took my older one out of school and went and visited her and she's still like, it was like 35 degrees. And she was telling me why was, why am I wearing, you know, that we call them, um, you know, flip flops or, you know, the Havianas yeah. on my, she was like, what are you doing? Your feet are going to be cold. And I'm like, Basha, it's, it's 35 degrees out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but yes, funny. it was in my jeans. It's in my jeans. Yeah. 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 Hello, everyone. I first wanted to say thanks for being here, and I hope you're enjoying the show. I wanted to let you know if you're interested, I just launched the Better Questions newsletter designed to provide you with a consistent 15-minute opportunity to pause and think because a pause leads to clarity and operating with intention where we all win and thrive. The newsletter is short, simple, and practical, providing you with three quality reflective prompts and mental fitness twice a month. But as always, I'll adjust the frequency based on your feedback. Never forget, at any point, you are always one question away from a completely different life or outcome. You can sign up over at BehindTheHuman.com, which will also give you a free preview of my debut book, Personal Socrates. BehindTheHuman.com. Now back to the show. Okay, so why, why don't we just explain for the listeners exactly, like give a bit of a visual of what, maybe some of the technology behind uh infrared blankets or sauna blankets and you know anything that you know related to a practice like that because the other thing too i know you you know you take um cold showers and which by the way just by doing the research for this you inspired me to restart that practice so i had a cold shower this morning which did not feel great until at the end, of course, uh, after I did my session with a heat healer. So thank you for that. But just like what, yeah, like what's the product? What does it do? And um, any any tips or not tips, but any any facts that you can share with just like the the actual the the therapy in itself? Yeah. Well, basically, it's it gives you exactly the same benefits that you would in a regular infrared sauna. So infrared heat is a little bit of a slower gradual heat, um, heats mm-hmm. from the inside out rather than a traditional finished sauna, which heats the air that's on outside of you. So what I love yeah. about that, also with the heat healer, your head is out and I get quite, I've got low blood pressure, so I get dizzy really easily. Okay. So sometimes when I was at that iceberg sauna, I would walk in and I, it, the heat would hit me and I'd get this like head spin so I kind of love that I'm able to stay in there much longer than a normal sauna. Um, so, ba- yeah, basically in the in the blanket, it achieves the same thing. So you kind of think about the blanket like a cabin, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it is infrared heat rather than um, just hot air, which would be in a normal sauna. Um, yeah. In terms of the best way to use it, you can use it every day. for an hour but we recommend like two to three times a week is a great amount of times to use it um 
I what about always, the different time periods? Because like an hour, uh, like we were saying earlier, and I, mean, I definitely want, we're going to get into just like these practices and also being parents and, and navigating, you know, setting up routines and, and still being able to be parents. Yeah. Um, but like an hour is a lot or it yeah. seems like a lot for, for definitely someone starting out. But I know, I remember when I received it, like there are different, I think you classified like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, kind of more mindfulness, mindfulness, yeah. relaxation and third, yeah. and it's 30 minutes and above where you start seeing like therapeutic potential, yes. like, and like reducing inflammation, like things like that. Right. Yes. So like 30 minutes would be a great amount of time that you can commit to if you want to see therapeutic benefits. This morning, for example, because I was preparing for the podcast and getting my kids out of the house, I just did 15 minutes and okay. I actually find it quite hard to sweat naturally, which is a really funny little <laughs> That's thing about me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I do is like jump rope or some sort of cardio. And because that gets heart rate up, if I jump in the sauna then and go for 15 minutes, I'll get an actual decent sweat on in that period of time. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a little trick. Um, yeah. But it, it's up to you. I mean, if you let it preheat for, um, you know, 10 minutes and then jump in it, you'll feel instantly relaxed. Yeah. So, and I always recommend, even though I've even had people on Instagram, like get angry at me saying, how, how can you make, like, what's with the cold shower? That just sounds awful. <laughs> um, but it really does cool you down quickly and it just pumps in, like basically releases endorphins and, I know that it makes me feel amazing. So that's why I always bang on about it. So, yeah. Well, and there's like tremendous, I mean, you, you follow any, any, I mean, the Olympics are on right now as we're recording this, like you follow any Olympic athlete or, and now you see it more and more with entrepreneurs and like anyone that wants to perform at high levels, a lot of them are doing some sort of hot, cold therapy, right? I mean, there's the cold therapy, therapy for me, I mean, there's obviously therapeutic benefits and, and good for your, your cardiovascular system and the flow of blood and, and so forth. But then there's also just like on a mental fitness side of things, doing something that you don't want to do right in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. t- training your mind. And that's probably the one I hear the most from people. Um, I think Tony Robbins says this, he's like, he, he jumps in a cold plunge every morning. He's like, it's not like I wake up super excited to jump in this this freezing water. But to your point, like once you get out, you feel so alive. And I mean, there's whole, I mean, there's, there's whole hot, cold therapy, like spas that are are specifically, uh, you know, leveraging that, that kind of treatment. So Um, I love that. I love you can do it at home. Like that's, that's, that's what's so awesome about this. Like it yeah. just takes, it ta- it makes it so much more accessible. Yeah. Like what I love about it as well is that when, so I would, I call it getting in a stink. <laughs> okay. I definitely got in a stink when we were in COVID because like, you know, not leaving the house and everything. Um, so what I like is because I tend, I tend to um, be an anxious person that, if I get in a little stink, I know that like doing something that shifts my energy immediately, mm-hmm. even if it's hardcore, like getting in an ice bath or something, it will yeah. shift my energy. It like physically shifts my energy and it changes my perspective immediately. And 
there's a few things that I do like that. And it's, I guess what it does is makes it instantly makes you present. Yeah, totally. It's powerful. Well, so on that note, like just what are, let's start with what you're doing now. Like some of your go-to or non-negotiable practices yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, you, you mentioned journaling, uh, any other kind of mental fitness practices that you have. And then I'd love to just dive into like how those have evolved since, you know, being a mom and, and having three kids and, and making that work so that it always makes me think like it's the, it's the line we hear all the time on an airplane, right? Like you have to put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. So, I mean, we have to do this. So it, in, in order to be the best humans for others and, and best parents as well, but it's just, it's hard, obviously. It's it's hard to to sometimes navigate the schedule to, to make it work. So I'd love to, yeah. you know, get your insights there. But so, yeah. So what are you doing right now? What are some non-negotiables for, for your wellness routines? Well, it's rituals? summer, it's summer here in um, Australia. So at the okay. moment, I love, I've got a um, personal trainer. Well, he's not, he doesn't just do me, but he's got a friend of mine that comes with me and we do a session on the beach at mm. 7.55 in the morning, usually twice a week. Okay. And it is the most, like I, I actually did one yesterday at that time and I was, you know, doing, he's got all these, he, I don't know, he's got like one of those beach carts that he brings all his fitness gear awesome. on, onto the sand. And I remember I was doing like the, um, what do you call it, like chest press or whatever. Okay. And I was looking up at the clouds and just being so present in that moment. So that is, I absolutely love doing that twice a week. Exercise shifts mm-hmm. my energy. It makes me feel amazing afterwards. I always have a great day if I start my morning doing that. Yeah. I'm very fortunate having, being able to do that on the beach, looking sure. up at the clouds. It's very beautiful. Um, As it's winter here in Canada, I'm just saying. I know, I feel really bad. <laughs> like I'm very conscious of that. But then you know what? I love skiing as well. So I, I've seen on, on your Instagram, sometimes you post yeah. like, snowball fights and I'm like, oh, I miss that Which... so much. Yeah. Well, which is, I mean, I, so I used to live, uh, we used to live in, in Toronto and the last couple of years we've been about two hours outside of the city, uh, in a ski town, which has been, it's the first time I've ever enjoyed winter in my life. Like I can't wait for snowfalls because there's something to do. So even this Friday, the Hill had, they've got some sort of special running where they're doing a, a sunrise ski. They're opening the, or they're firing up the lifts at 630 in the morning um 6 30 to 9 or something like that so i'm probably going to go to like just just to start the day like that and yeah. you know see the sun come up be outside get some fresh air yeah um yeah like you really can't go wrong with nature yeah whenever you can get outside and and do that so anyway sorry yeah. sorry for interrupting but yeah no, that's that's amazing okay. um okay. what else do i do i do fasting sometimes okay um i just skip my breakfast and sometimes, you know, I tend to be as an anxious person, sometimes I'm over indulge. So fasting for the morning sometimes can just make my gut feel a little bit um, more at ease and I feel a bit fresher. So that's something I do sometimes. And there's a lot of um, research behind um, intermittent fasting as well. There's a lot of stuff about that. Um, What else do I do? Going for a run, 
That's easy. Yeah. But um, when, do, when do you fit this? So fasting, I mean, that fasting is just, I mean, that's happening in, in the background. The, the beach workout, that's in the morning, like going for a run or I guess any of your like heat therapy or uh, heat healer sessions, like when are you do? When, how are you fitting those into your day? Okay, well, it's definitely in negotiation with my husband as to who gets to do what. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and I, like I said, I feel like we're just coming out of the thick of it where it was like really push and pull because I have been a real um, advocate of self-care mm-hmm. and so is he. So, you know, we're kind of, you know, fighting for our time. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about the heat healer is, you know, when the kids got a little bit older and they were able to, you know, just sit and draw or something, I can be in the room with them having a sauna with some headphones in and sort of getting yeah. myself care while they're around. Um, yeah. So that's been a big help. Um, but, yeah, definitely a negotiation with my husband trying to work out who does what when. Scheduling yeah. is very important. Um yeah, like I I try and do a million things at the same time, but I think coming back to just trying to be present in like, you know, I know that my session at the beach is 45 minutes. I'm completely present at that time and make the most of the time that I do have when I do get time out. Um, yeah. But making time for it because I think you can get into a rut where you don't have, where you don't make time for yourself. Well, it's so easy. To, yeah, it's so easy to make excuses for that and and valid I guess valid excuses or what seem like valid but I mean if if it's not scheduled in I mean it's never like it's never going to get better right and I don't know I mean I think I often think about and this is usually a journaling practice but I I try to get people to run through like what would be your ideal day like what's the pre-day you know when does that start for you what what what, like what does pre-day look look like for me that's usually from 5 30 to 8 a.m then like what's the morning look like what's the afternoon and what's the evening like the ideal scenario no rules no limitations just like write everything out that you know would make you feel great at at the end of the day when your head hits the pillow be like that was a freaking awesome day yeah and at least like at least you've given it some thought and can slowly adjust and design your days to support Mm -hmm like mm-hmm. kind of what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. But most people just don't think about it and 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 let essentially let others design their days for them. And then next thing yeah. you know, you're on autopilot and um, like you're running into problems yeah. uh, in all senses yeah. of the word, right? Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I'm definitely, I do design my days, but I, I know recently in the last few weeks that I've been so um, frantic and so much going on that I've forgotten and I've had to pull myself back to that. Yeah. Even just chatting to like I started um I see a, a psychologist every now and sure. then to check in about my mental you know headspace yeah. and it's just good to talk to someone that's neutral about yeah. everything and it was like the big life change about my babies growing up and everything um so yeah I felt a little bit frazzled and sure. I was like why why and um I just had to come back to the basics of like designing my day exactly like you said. And that's for me, it starts with doing a to-do list before I go to bed. So it's not running in my mind through the night. 
Yeah, so and that I'm organized all so I've you know allocated my time when I can have my self care, which is either exercise or doing a sauna or mm-hmm. um, you know going for a walk or having a call with a friend or coffee with a friend or you know something like that. So I just like to have the day before have my day planned, and it's only, it only takes a few minutes and yeah. I feel so much better. Like it's such a huge change to that day that, you know, when you, you can just feel like you're scrambling otherwise. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- th- for me, this is why like I'm obsessed with mental fitness. Cause I really do believe that literally a few minutes a day can predict the outcome of like hours and, yeah. and actually into the next day as well. And how well you sleep and all of that. And, and like to your point, it doesn't take, that much time but it's just our if we if we leave our minds on autopilot or by default mode they're never still right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i mean the magic is when we can slow them down and still the mind a bit and that's when the ideas come up and that's when all of a sudden yeah. things are more clear and it's like oh yeah that's the path i need to take right yeah um and there's just like obviously your product is one that's great to just slow things down and, and take that time. And there's just so there's meditation, there's journaling, there's breath work. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different things. Yeah. Right. Even um, um, yeah. my, my psychologist, I was talking to her about it and there's this, th- this thing with, I think it's parent guilt or mum guilt or whatever they call it. So, hmm. you know, I had the, my kids only just went to school. I think it was last week they started. Um, so they're at home a lot because of COVID, you know, there's nothing yeah. really opened. Um, but I would be there and just be having mum guilt about like doing anything for myself. Um, yeah. So she said, you've got to schedule time to just allow yourself to daydream and, mm. you know, get in that sort of like relaxed, just, and, and I am a daydreamer and I was missing that, but I'd feel guilty because I'd be like looking at my kids going, oh, I need to be, you know, you've got that guilt about need to be present with them because they're here. But I need to have my time to daydream and to relax, to be able to be present with them. And I am mm-hmm. more present with them if I schedule that time in. So, yeah. So what, what did you do practically speaking? Like what, what worked for you to actually get that time in? Um, when the kids were at home. <laughs> Yeah. Like, did you just schedule time and kind of coordinate yeah. with, with your husband as well? Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I did. And then like, what, what, like what, cause I feel like everyone is, is different when it comes to daydreaming. Like, what is that? What does that look like for you? How do you do it? I love to look at the clouds. So mm. I don't know. I just look at the clouds and I just let my mind wander. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit different to meditation or breath work or anything like that. It's just that just thinking about things, like exciting things, maybe traveling or, you know, I'm always thinking about like a, to- a new product idea or, yeah. you know, something like, I don't know, just anything. But the clouds, looking at nature and the movement in the air and the energy, that's something that always I come back to powerful it makes yeah. me think i wrote a profile in in personal socrates on stephen hawking and it was all centered around i mean obviously his work and and space and so forth but i think one of the final points or prompts or ideas i guess i could say was just like look up into the sky at night and i mean 
there's so much to wonder about up there and like you start it's like perspective right on like how small we actually are and how much is going on and like millions and millions of years of things happening up in the sky and the solar system like it just i think it gives us you know a time to just let some stuff go yeah. And, and just stare up and kind of in wonder. And I, I can't, I wish I had, I didn't have, I don't have the book in front of me, but it was, I said something to the effect of like, the next time you catch yourself looking down, remember to look up, you know, uh, because we're always looking down at our phones or, yeah. um, and even, even when we're not feeling at our greatest, right? Like if you think of, of how that looks, like we're, we're, we're hunched over, we're looking down, we're kind of somber. I mean, just opening up and looking up just Mm. changes the way you feel as well. It's just like small little things like that. Um, I think you alluded to earlier in the conversation, but like these things can change your mood instantly. Yeah. Right? It's wild. Um, I do do like um, Joe Dispenza as well. He does a lot of meditations where he kind of makes you feel you're being in the entirety of sort of space. And how mm-hmm. small you are in space and just getting perspective. And I really love those meditations as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his work and just he's someone I'd love to interview one day and, oh, and potentially cool. yeah, it'd be really great. He's he's I haven't found a way yet. So if anyone's listening and you have a connection to <laughs> Joe Dispenza, please message me. But <laughs> yeah, I just well. <laughs> Yeah. I'll we'll I'll keep trying. Um, but yeah, I just love his his take on obviously you know. You, you, your thoughts have, have such huge, your thoughts and your feet combined with how you actually feel and the visualization behind that, like so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. And that's part of the thing that I I'm, I'm doing in for the most part in, in your product that I love is just like combined, like stacking to like this morning. I, like I said, I did some breath work and I was using, um, uh, an app and, and I guess it's been on the show before called Othership that's just launched um, probably one of the most comprehensive breathwork apps, guided breathwork apps that I've seen so far. Um, so I was, I did a 20 mate, 28 minute guided breathing session while I was in there. But the other times, um, usually I'm just visualizing either I'm in a dwell magazine mentally um, <laughs> or visualizing, you know, achieving goals and things like that, like very kind of dispensa ish like or even, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I love about stacking these practices because naturally being in the blanket, like you're already relaxed, it feels comfortable and, yeah. and it's it's powerful, right? So I, I wanted to ask you well. go ahead. Like um just that uh that's been a key for me being a busy mom is that I have I like that term stacking. I might actually borrow it from you. But absolutely um, stacking these things in my period of time so if i even if it's like 45 minutes that i get to myself i I, it probably sounds like i've got all these beautiful self-care routines every single day but no it might be like a little you know chunk of time which is like 45 minutes so if i can stack meditation manifestation breath work in the sauna like that's killing it i'll do it in the morning and i'll have the best day so yeah. yeah, that's being efficient with myself time at the moment, I guess. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah and like everyone's different and, and the routines are different and circumstances. So like I would encourage everyone listening is just, I mean, I call it kind of creating that 
thriving list and, and identify the items that you know put a smile on your face or make you feel good. I mean, that's where that's where you should start because you already know that those things work for you. And yeah. then you can take a look at your routine and to your point, just see, okay, well, maybe maybe I can do some breath work or meditation or journaling in this or whatever, like, and, and put them together. Yeah. Um, I did want to add, this is a question actually from my wife who is breastfeeding our three month old. Like, do you, let's put a disclaimer here. You're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, yeah. but from what you know, is it, can breastfeeding moms use infrared technology? Yes. We can actually send you like, um, some information on it. If you want, I can send it after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, for one, when you're relaxed, it definitely helps with milk production. That's a huge okay. thing. I had a girlfriend that um, she's a very busy architect and she was, I remember when she was breastfeeding, she was trying to, <laughs> she was trying to wash the dishes and breastfeed at the same time. And like, she was having a That's lot of hardcore. Issues. I know it was hardcore. <laughs> I was like, dude, you need to like, just be allowed to like sit down while you're feeding your child. Yeah. Um, no judgment, but you know, um, that's sometimes we just don't know like what the mechanics behind what causes you to produce milk. Mm-hmm. So the relaxation and also um, the infrared heat helps with any sort of um, buildup of milk, which can be caused with, you know, blockages, which I've had. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, super um, painful too, right? Yes. Yeah. But the most important thing if you're breastfeeding is always check with your doctor, of course, but um, yeah. uh, that you stay hydrated too. But it definitely mm. is a great thing to relax you, um, to keep everything flowing yeah, um, and get some, you know, chill out time when you're stressed out, especially with yeah. a three-month-old. <laughs> oh, she's going to be pumped. She's been waiting because, like I said, we've had it for about a month. And she's like, I just, I don't know. And looked up some stuff. She's like, it's kind of not, like, it's not clear. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll ask the question. Now, we definitely gifted a few new mums, um, celebrity mums that um, we sent some information over to. So I've got some. Okay. Yeah, stuff. please. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll, I just want to respect your time and get you going on, on your day as well. Um, what what are you excited to try? Like what's kind of floating around in your mind when it comes to anything health related or, or something, it could be something unrelated, but like what, what are you excited about in the next three or six months or so? Anything new yeah. that you want to try out? Um, I just had my genes tested. I don't know if you've Ooh. heard of So um, there's... Um, a lady that we um, connected with through the sauna. I'm just going to look up her name. It's Lindsay yeah. Lacrage, epigenetics coaching. Oh, yeah. Does. So I'm really excited to find out m- what my genes are doing and how to best optimize myself, I guess. Yeah. So I, I actually texted her when I said I want to do the testing and then I got really scared. I was like, I don't know if I need to know what's like you know my disposition to something or I was a little bit nervous about finding out what my genes are you know doing um and she was like no that's totally normal and natural that people get a little bit worried but it actually can be a really strong thing for you to do so it, yeah. optimize your body as best as possible totally it's, it's <laughs> yeah exactly so I'm reading I feel like you would like this book I'm reading Tony Robbins new book Life Force Mm-hmm. which is all about 
precision medicine, regenerative medicine, um, and all of that. I mean, I've just started the first, the whole first chapter was on stem cells and all these in- unbelievable examples of how uh, people have just like completely healed from some pretty wild injuries that previously would have been for sure surgeries with, you know, risks of your like arm locking up or you fusing your spine and things like that. And the, the chapter I just finished was all around testing and yeah. all of that. And he talked about, um, cause he had kind of the same, th- uh, philosophy as you at the beginning of uh, just like, yeah, do I really want to, do I really want to know? And like, he eventually got to this point where absolutely, because like <laughs> you catch a lot of this stuff early enough, like we have such great advancements when it comes to what's available to us now and, and the price of all of the therapies and stuff starting to come down that, you know, like you can really prevent some, some serious, uh, you know, debilitating or like potentially life altering situations. Right. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Cause it's, I feel it, it's not just about like longevity in the sense of like time on the earth, but I feel like that coupled with the quality of that time is really expanding exponentially. Yeah. There's, there's a line I read in the book where he said that, in the next 24 to 36 months, just due to like the rapid uh, growth of technology, as well as the reduction in costs, there's going to be more advancements in that time frame than the last 200 years combined. Yeah. And oh, it's wow. right. It's, it's exciting. And, and part, like part of your work is directly involved, obviously in, in that, uh, in that space. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you would. I feel like you would enjoy the, well, the read. So far, I'm enjoying it, down for sure. Yeah, amazing. Well, last question for you, Lauren. I mean, it's been so fun, and uh, I hope we we have more, many more chats. But the last one I've got for you is just like, what makes you smile each day? Um, okay, what makes? I actually haven't thought about this one. <laughs> um, being completely present and looking mm. at my children and being present with them and watching them smile and laugh and I think it's just being completely present in this earth and being yeah. so feeling so fortunate that I'm here in this time in this life in the position I'm in I just I guess it's that wonderment so that mm-hmm. makes me smile and I see it in my kids because, you know, they're not at the age where they're overthinking, I think, too much yet and just watching them be free and I feel like I'm sort of replicating my childhood a little bit when I'm watching them be at ease in the, in the world. So that Beautiful. makes me smile. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes me smile. And they're, your, your three kids are incredibly lucky to have you as their mom. Uh, just even in this conversation, I can... And see how blessed they are. And thank you for, you know, showing up each day and, and, you know, keeping those many humans alive and thriving <laughs> and also, you know, running this, this beautiful business that's helping a ton of people around the world, myself included. Um, so thank you for that. Oh, thank you for seeking me out. And I'm so excited I found your podcast because it, it, even listening to those have, you know, helped me as well. So thank you so much. Oh, amazing. Amazing.